Welcome back to the Applesauce Experience Podcast, my friends. I am your host, Dr. Applesauce, joined by my good friend, Ty Ray Biggums, co-host Ty. Today, we're going to talk about an anime that actually received best anime of 2023. Uh, we're going to talk about Cyberpunk Edgerunners, just because it's phenomenal. And if you're not watching this show, or you haven't watched this 10-episode show, and you're an anime fan, what are you what are you doing with your life? But yeah, we're going to talk about Cyberpunk Edgerunners, and uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's crazy to think that it won Anime Twenty Twenty Three when it was really just supposed to be a, um, a, a, a an anime that brought uh, viewers over to the game yeah, yeah. and to basically promote the game, and so it was never the game that was yeah. so terrible when it released. <laughs> well, well, when it or I released, guess it was like so glitchy. It, it was very glitchy when it released, and this was years ago. Obviously, that that it, I, I don't know the exact date. I think it was what. Two two years ago then? Oh yeah, it was a while back. Released. And so one, the game's phenomenal. I've played the game very recently and, and, and the game is just a beautiful um um game to play. In the beginning there was a ton. Yeah. I mean, I think I ended up in buildings or streets half. The it's time. more or less fixed now. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! It, they they just released one of their biggest patches and then their first expansion yeah. of the game. So the game came out roughly two years ago. The anime's only been out about a year, right? Ish. Yeah. I think it's been about, yeah. about a year. So the game came out, and then they had an anime come out to promote the game about a year after the game came out. Which, which is funny enough, it did its job with me because... It made you play the game. It made me play the game. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I, I basically downloaded it, had the same experience as everyone else. Yeah. Terrible and glitchiness. <laughs> the, the concept of the game was great, the characters were cool. And then I just kind of like set it to the side because I was like, I can't play a game that has so many issues. And then time goes by and then I see uh, Netflix come out and say, hey, we're launching this anime. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like maybe this will get me. It looked cool. Yeah. Studio Trigger is cool. They do great animations, great fight scenes. And it actually made me think like, oh, I'll, I'll watch this and then start playing the game again. Yeah. And so it, it did its intended job. What nobody knew is how breathtakingly yeah. good this anime would be, yeah. and that it would then go on to win yeah. the the anime of the year for 2023 yeah. for a 10 episode anime that was made to promote a game. So if you guys ha if you're watching this and you haven't watched Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners, uh, we're probably going to drop a few spoilers because we're going to actually talk about really the emotional roller coaster that the anime takes you on as a viewer, the emotional roller coaster that the characters in the anime go yeah. through. Uh, I've watched through it twice personally, and you you pick up more and more, and there's just there's a lot to it. It's kind of mind blowing the depth that this show goes when it was made to to essentially be a promotion. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually interviewed Zach Aguilar, who is the English voice actor for David Martinez, who is the the main character for Cyberpunk, which. The English dub is fantastic. It's top tier, one of the best English dubs you know I've ever watched. And he even said when he he auditioned for the role, he had no idea what it was going to be. They just thought it was this small little thing that they were doing that turned out to be anime of the year for for 2023. So all that to say, if you haven't watched Cyberpunk Edge Runners, it is on Netflix. Uh, we will probably talk about spoilers. We won't ruin the show for you, but you know we're going to talk about how things end up. So just keep that in mind. There might be spoilers in this episode, but you will enjoy it, and maybe this will convince you to go watch it because, I mean, it's what, 200... So let's say they're about 30 minutes each. It's 300 minutes of watching, which is... Yeah. Uh, you know, five well, or six I mean, hours. Technically, you're, you're looking at like 24 minutes of watching just because yeah. 
you got the intro, intro and the yeah, outro and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So let's start from there. The intro, for the the show from the be- the the intro is awesome. Just the the intro music, the the score, the music throughout the entire show is. I, I don't I don't watch phenomenal. Intros, so. so I'm gonna I'm gonna bust your chops for a second. And this this is everybody I, watching I, and listening. I, I for the <laughs> most part will watch them once. Yeah, that's fine. And, and then yeah. and then skip it. So so by the time I'm done watching the anime, I'm not like, oh, that was a good intro. I forget about the intro altogether. Yeah, you should always <laughs> watch the intro at least one time but, to but, any show but then or any thing movie. Too is a lot of times intros spoil stuff in a lot of. Because you see like different panels. That's true. And so to some degree, you I can, can kind of see what's going that, that on. If you don't want anything spoiled, don't even watch yeah. intros at all. So I have to say, uh, okay, I'm going to say one thing about intros, and then I'm going to say why I think it's more relevant to cyberpunk edge runners than most other anime. So when you look at it from a, a storytelling perspective, so we're telling a story in a movie or a TV show or anything like that. From an absolute storytelling perspective, the introduction of a movie or a TV show sets the tone that the people telling this story want the viewers to, to, to feel. So if you, in a movie, or remember we're talking about a movie or a TV show, not an anime. In a movie or a TV show, uh, when you watch the intro or you skip the intro, you're skipping the tone that the the person telling that story to you wants you to, to set up for the entire duration of the show. So I, the reason why I think this is incredibly relevant for cyberpunk edge runners and not tech really any other anime is since edge runners is only 10 episodes since shows like cowboy bebop and samurai Champloo are only, you know, 20 episodes, you only get one intro. When you start to looking at shows like one piece and dragon ball Z and Naruto and my hero academia and demon slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen, you get a new intro every new arc, basically. You know, every new yeah, season or every I, new yeah, arc. I'd say like every twelve. Yeah, you're getting you're getting a new intro do. all the time, so you're constantly getting a new intro, which is cool. That's kind of how anime anime goes. But I think shorter anime like Cyberpunk Edge Runners only getting one intro. And I know I'm going off on a tangent here. That's what, that's what I do. But you're only getting that one intro. It's setting this really cool tone for the entire show. So that's a little tidbit about movies and TV shows. Something that I'm really passionate about from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. Yeah, but then, like you know, once you've watched it once, you've watched it a million times, and but like I said, if you watch it once, it's great. I always do it at least once. Yeah. By the time you're done watching it, the intro is not even. I, I agree uh, with that. Yeah. Spec. You gotta you gotta watch it at least process. at least once. But I I will say this: I'm not an intro person myself. I usually always at least watch it once. But I will tell you this right now: I have never watched a um an an, an out outro 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 yeah. in the history of ever. It, it makes no sense for me to do that. I, I always watch it every once in a while. I'll watch it once and then I'll skip because just like intros, outros change often. So anyways, just from the very beginning, the cyberpunk sets this really cool tone with the intro and the graphics in the intro are super chaotic and very reminiscent of how the show actually, actually goes. And so to like set it up a little bit, basically cyberpunk takes place in Night City, right? And it's this huge city that's very much like you're either rich or you're, you're dirt poor. And if you're dirt poor, you have no resources available to you. Well, it's, it's setting a point to where, like, dirt poor, right? I mean, you still have technology at your right. ass. It's going to be like 
to where bootleg software versus legit right. software. It's going to be everyone still is living in a technological advanced society to where everyone has access to right. it. And a lot of it's already installed inside of your body yeah. from like You're... a young age or, or, or at birth. And so you have access to this technology. It's just like the level and, right. and the difference between yeah. those two does vary quite a and, bit in, in, in how much you you uh, how much money you bring in and if you are uh, yeah. if you're a corporate where you're in the corporate world and you're in Arasaka Towers or if you're like you know what I mean like uh, um, uh, inside of just the slums and yeah. so but even in there like if you're if you're in control of some territory or like yeah. a gang leader or stuff like that which is where that the whole too. cyberpunk yeah. theory comes from is a lot of people turn to this basically cyberpunk or gangster lifestyle because if you're not rich you're basically working all day every day just to like pay for your basic necessities yeah and then like literally there's like there's scenes in the anime where the uh laundry or the uh, the washer and dryer in their apartment they have to put money into it just to get it to work they like they don't it's, it's almost like it seems like they don't really own anything and one of the things that i think is most interesting about the show is obviously night city is where david and lucy and you know their gang and all these other gangs they live and operate um kind of like this you know post you know uh dystopian crazy technological new york new york slash tokyo slash something like that is kind of what it reminds yeah, me fair. of but in this um in this city there's just so much going on, and it just it seems very, very oppressive. And I think that's why it's something that a lot of people connect with because a lot of people, you know, connect with this. I don't want to say a lot of people feel oppressed, but a lot of people connect with the struggle, right? Yeah. And I, th I think one of the things that I love about this show so much is we see so often uh, a sh normal shonen archetype, right? Uh, unpowered, David Martinez, unpowered realizes he can become powerful, becomes powerful, and then, like, goes and saves the day and all this cool stuff happens, right? And that's not really... Is he really saving the day, though? But I'm saying that's not really what happens in Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah I'm talking about a typical shonen yeah. archetype is that is how that goes. He's a he's he's a criminal. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah. But, but the whole time, like, again, we're talking about this very, very um, kind of oppressive atmosphere, right? He's a criminal, but he's not a bad person. Like, he's just like, this is what he was almost forced... Into. into doing because the it, real criminals are the executives yeah. at Towers. and Militech and all that yeah. crazy stuff that's going on and then even going into like so David's love interest in the show is Lucy and so even going into Lucy's backstory the way Lucy was raised with a bunch of other kids to specifically go into these crazy like old school internets and die to try and discover all this technology like the evil that they were put through is, well, makes is incredible think there was something that happened too because they they talk about like internet like 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 what our internet would be internet. yeah but even well it'd be like i think it's like the peak of our internet right like if, if we were still a bit farther in the yeah. future and we weren't quite where cyberpunk was and it's like something happened in this like historical age of internet to where it was almost more lethal and more secure but they're yeah. having to dive back into it yeah um, or like somebody booby trapped it all yeah. and like because well, they say in the show they say that somebody took the internet down and then like someone took 75 percent of the, i can't remember the person's name but they this hacker took like 70 percent of the well, internet so you've down. never played the game though here's, i've never here's, played the game the yeah and, and a lot of cyberpunk is based off the game yeah and you get a lot more story of night city in general yeah in the game yeah because because 10 episodes is not enough to tell the whole story of like 
the progression sure. of that. Or and just so, the story of so, this one so like, character. What you don't know is like David's apartment is the apartment you get and start out with. Really? In the game. Really? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that go. So like if you've played the game and then you go and you watch the anime, you're like, oh, I know this. You see little like, like Easter that, eggs that, like and this stuff. Giant apartment complex that you only get a smidgen of is like the place you start out inside of the game. Okay. And so there's a lot of things that you start to understand and they, they kind of broaden upon. Okay. And the city as a whole, like the 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 in depth you get to explore the city and yeah. see the city is completely so you do get a, a little bit more appreciation for the back and forth for the anime yeah. if you've played the game and for the game if you've watched the so anime. So I'm sure there's definitely Easter eggs in the I, I had no idea the fact that David's apartment is the apartment that you start off in in the game. That's actually that's actually really really cool. But okay, so we're we're on all kinds of tangents. Uh, let's let's set it up for people that maybe like are watching this and have have no idea what Cyberpunk's about. Basically, we've kind of set up the atmosphere of, like, the world, right? And so it follows David Martinez. It starts off when he's, like, in high school, so I assume he's, like, 17, 16, something like that. Uh, he seems uh, I mean, about he's, that he's, age he's in couple, high school. Yeah, I'd probably go with 17. Yeah, 16, 17. He's, he's not a grown-up, but he's not, like, a little kid anymore. Um, and so That's it kind of right starts now. off with that, and you see that, like, his mom's working all the time because he's, a, he's basically a genius. Uh, he gets to go to the Arasaka Academy, which is apparently like set up to be like the elite of the academies, and his and mom so typically works. Only, only people who go there are people who are like executives, like kids that. of executives. And so, and stuff. like it's it's not you wouldn't um, you wouldn't have your normal uh, your normal people going right. there. I mean, he he's definitely the the. Exception. Sorry, like, and, and why we're doing this, I'm, I'm looking up. Yeah. Because I, I, I want to know exactly how yeah. old David is. He's definitely the exception to it, and then, but like his mom still has to pay tuition. So you start off in this struggle, right? Where they're constantly having to struggle to pay bills. There's updates to the software that they have oh. to have that like he uses, uh, he uses a hacker to you know update the software. And there's all this struggle because he's not a rich kid, and all the other kids with him are rich kids, and they can afford these upgrades to like teach him how to fight, and he gets beat up, and all this crazy stuff's happening to David's life and you can see that he's good and he's smart uh, and he just he hates the way that these rich people uh, in this society are constantly like basically hating on him and his mom and discriminating him and his mom and so it kind of sets that atmosphere and then I think in episode one remember again we're going to drop spoilers it was episode one or episode two that his mom dies episode one okay so yeah it's episode one I was actually when you talked about poverty too there's there's this very big concept over like health and insurance and yeah which there's, is crazy there's tier levels are you like a bronze card you know what I mean like a yeah. gold member so there's like the more money you have the more access to this technology you have and so they have these rescue teams and you see it a lot in the game too you actually do quests in the game based around like you getting paid to go save these really high value targets and um, people just have unimaginable monies but i think where you get the biggest taste of like poverty versus the disparity in between the those levels is when he gets in this car accident because you know it's this giant literally people just getting gunfights everywhere but it's like this fight that happens he gets stuck between someone where they're trying to rob this executive or yeah. this rich person and, and this, they're just and like and they innocent bystanders between. but like this this medical unit goes to land scans their face and says oh they're not a member like yeah. they can they can basically get i think they call them like they platinum level yeah. or something well, no, like that like they can get for like the like the like the just the trash like they just yeah. like meet like oh you're not on our list they're trash like leave them to the city yeah you know what i mean and so they just they like call them lead them. walked right by yeah. them and the the ironic thing is his mom is like a medic or like a paramedic, or she's like one of the people that, and yeah. so like she can't even afford the platinum level membership well, for pl platinum thing, the like, trauma plat teams. Think about platinum level would be like 
Bill Gates. Like, sure, sure, yeah. would be like, you yeah. know, like Elon Musk. Yeah. Like those people who yeah. just have so much money that nothing yeah. else. Yeah, it's just interesting from that first moment you see that happen and it starts to set up this really almost ironic like motif that goes throughout the entire show like his mom's a, a medic part of the trauma team and even she just gets left there to die and they're innocent bystanders and in all of this and i think this is something that i've come to realize through the second watch through you see through all of this right and so you're going through the whole show and like he's there helpless watching his mom die when he takes his mom to yeah a, a, and there's nothing call, that he can like, do docs and like they're and there's like different names for different like low tier, but even even the the dock at like the the bottom level was like, yeah. hey, you only paid for this package. Yeah, you know, yeah. you you only and paid it's like for this. they're like, sitting outside yeah. of some seedy apartment. The dock has like you know a butcher's apron on, and that's it, and a mask. And, a mask. and it's like you look like you're sitting in the alleyway of a crack house. And that's what it looks like. And the dog's like, yeah, this is the only insurance package that you have. So here you go. This is all you can do. And you can set up payment plans and blah, 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 blah. So what I think is so interesting is with his mom dying, you, you see he's basically helpless, right? He, there's nothing that he can do. And we're not going to talk too much about the end right now. But this translates all the way to the last episode when he's trying to save Lucy. And it goes. he, he was helpless and watched his mom die. And you can see this change where he's at this point, he's like, I'm not helpless. I'm not going to let this person that I love die, even if it you know means that I have to sacrifice everything. And I noticed that as I watched, I finished watching it the second time through yesterday, and I was like, wow, that's a really powerful thing that comes from the very beginning with this young, helpless kid all the way to the end where he knows what's happening. He knows ultimately the sacrifice that he's going to have to make, but he's willing to do it because it's like, I, I can't control how this world is going to screw me over and over and over and over, yeah. but I can control that this person that I love isn't going to die and yeah. she's going to get to survive no matter what happens. And I saw that and I thought that was so freaking beautiful because this anime for 10 episodes sets up these things throughout the entire show that just kind of develop. And it's really, really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's, what's funny though, like I said, it, this was just meant to be as someone who's played the game. I can see the comparisons. I think if you, if you do one or the other, you should, if you, if you haven't played the game, I think you should play the game. If you haven't watched the anime, I think you should watch the anime. I think they pair really well together, which is just crazy because this was just, like I said, it was a project that they put out to basically boost the popularity of the game. Yeah. And so... Um, they must it, have spent so much on this project. Like, what's so funny, they must have spent... I can't imagine how much it cost to But, I mean, the, when, to the make game, the anime. when the game launched, it was one of the most anticipated games oh, yeah. of the year. And so they made so much money off the yeah. launch of this game. And just recently, too, they released this brand new um, uh, storyline inside of the game. Mm -hmm. I think it's a $30 uh, expansion. And it actually outsold Starfield, which was one of the most I anticipated. I yeah. uh, On Steam, at least. Yeah. This is on Steam. I'm not saying in general. Um, for for this time period, it was the one of the most downloaded games because people, I mean, people just loved the game. And so it's come so long. They released a new expansion, new pack. So the game in general is phenomenal. They did it, but like to take that money and be like, oh, we'll release an anime yeah. willy nilly, and and then all of a sudden it's one anime of 2023, and yeah. it's one of the most loved animes of this year. Oh, yeah. And and I think it will go even longer and just be one of the loved most animes of all time. Oh yeah, I agree. And so and to do that in ten episodes is just is it's so impressive. Yeah. And so, I mean, I know we've kind of gone left and right, and so yeah. I think like that's what's made it such a phenomenon and that's what's caused it to go so far. But like, there's just so much that happens in those 10 episodes that 
put us in a really good spot to to just in every episode it's like it wasn't like i was like okay gotta get to the next one yeah. and i gotta finish this before i played it's like no like i like downloaded one and then i just i just binge watched the, yeah. the rest of it because it's yeah. such an easy yeah an easy watch on episode side but it's just it draws you in um and to where first you're just like oh i'm gonna get a cool anime it's it's gonna be you know futuristic yeah. dystopian they're gonna be doing cool hacks and that's how i approached know, it because he was like hey you got to watch this anime i'm like oh yeah i've seen that i thought it looked interesting He's like no you have to watch it and so i think we were flying to where we were flying to somewhere last one the, year one of the yeah we were flying to collecticon somewhere last year and i was like all right i'm gonna download like four episodes on my my ipad and watch on the plane and i was like holy crap that was amazing like I was not. I had no frame of reference because I didn't play the game, and I was blown away. And it's just on Netflix. Yeah. And yeah, you're you're definitely right. Yeah. And I, th- I think we take a you know obviously we we we've talked and expanded on a couple things, but I mean if you take a step back, I mean obviously so there's the main character David, mm-hmm. right? Young kid goes to school. Um, he's definitely out of his element. And then even in the game, there's 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 so in the game there's three paths you can start as. You okay. can start at the corporate level. You can start out in the slums, or there's even people who live outside i don't remember the exact name they use in the game but that you can start outside of the city because outside of the city there's basically these nomad type people i say nomad but they like you know they're still using cars and technology but they like don't live in the city at all Mm -hmm. and they just kind of like live in the outskirts of the city okay and they do like trades and barters and stuff like that with there but they like they roam the land outside of the city which you start to see is kind of like dangerous in a sense, because of the terrain, it's yeah. more like desert-like vibe. Yeah, yeah. And so there's three different paths. So like, he obviously starts in the in slums. The city, yeah. And so you know, there's very distinct differences between the three areas. Yeah. Um, and how people quality of life live, um, and and even what like technology they are allowed to. And then you enter in David, who then gets his hands on this really special yeah. technology. And even though David doesn't have any powers. He has the very unique ability to take on so the brain and this the brain can only take on so much robotics yeah. right yeah. before it starts to basically fry itself. So preface in this world basically there's the technology where you can upgrade your body right body you can and, and mind. yeah you can upgrade your body and mind and eyesight and basically anything about your body you can upgrade it and they call it chroming it's basically turning yourself into a cyborg more or less uh, by you know replacing an arm or an eye or whatever you can upgrade your body to, for uh, multiple different things and your brain can only handle so much before you go crazy and you turn into a cyber psycho which is something that they talk about all the time you basically turn into you go on a killing spree and you you lose your mind well you just yeah you lose your mind and then you you're basically a, just a weapon at that point because yeah. you have so many upgrades your brain but- dead um, I mean, at that point, so then you see Inner and David, who just, like, his mom dies, he gets yeah. this piece of tech, he's insulted by his classmates. He's already just, a genius like, yeah, that you he, know. Yeah, they're just, like, demeaning him, his mom, and then he's like, screw it, yeah. I'm just gonna, instead of selling this piece of tech that, for whatever reason, was in my mom's possession, yeah. I'm just gonna install it in my body, and it ends up being this crazy piece of high-tech soft, like, software, and uh, gear that he installs on his on his spine, basically, and he ends up being significantly more able to handle that mod than the person who wore it before him. And so you start going down this line of like, now he has this high tier um, gear on him and he kind of starts to peek into this world of um, uh, just like uh, chroming yourself out is what they call it. But like also a realm of like, he then he introduces Lucy, the other main character and, uh, and just kind of starts to go into this small form of like crime to where he, 
you know, starts to and then introduce this gang of people that is introduced afterwards. And so he gets introduced to this world of crime um, and just stealing and doing these really high tier gigs, though, too. It's not just all mm-hmm. thievery. Yeah. But this this team of people that gets hired on um, by different people to basically go accomplish missions and jobs throughout the city, whether that be retrieving someone, stealing something killing someone sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and, and and so it starts to introduce these characters in the story and he's introduced them to this life and kind of slowly even more money than he's ever seen before yeah but so interesting is like i talked about you get these like themes that are set up throughout the show right david's mom dies he loses his family he jumps face first into this new team with maine and rebecca and dorio and kiwi and lucy and they become his new family, basically. Well, initially, they, they, they you know, Lucy tricks him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, that, that gear was supposed to be for Maine. Yeah. And so they basically like, what are you doing? Why do you have this? This yeah. is mine. And it is this weird coincidence that his mom was lining up that piece to sell. She was a supplier for for, for, <laughs> for cyberpunk. Yeah, so that's how she was getting. You yeah, were yeah. like, how was she affording all this? She was yeah. affording it by stealing tech and selling it to Maine's team. Yeah, and breaking the law, and she was basically being a criminal to send her son to school. And it, it even kind of shows you the almost the futile nature of so many people in this city. His mom did all of this, sacrificed everything for nothing. Basically, all this so he could go to school and he she ends up dying and he ends up having to drop out and like do all this stuff so that he can survive. And it's really uh, it's very the show's very sad, but really like awesome. I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain, like I said at the beginning, the emotional roller coaster that the show takes you on because there's awesome fight scenes. You see, it's really cool stuff. It, if, if you can't tell, it's not for <laughs> it's not for, children, not for children, by the way, at all. You see people getting exploded and their brains blown out, and it's definitely very much very a grown graphic, up, yeah. a grown up anime. But it's it, it's a it just takes you on this beautiful ride, and it's uh it's it's really really cool. And then, so he starts to go with this new team. And then you see, you know, they start doing bigger jobs and David gets better with his tech and he becomes an important part of the team. And then and it, it's definitely a thing where it's like with tech, you have to one, you're, you're you're having to take these pills and these medicines to like balance everything because you're putting foreign things into your body. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like I said, the only thing you can't replace, you can upgrade your brain, but you can't replace it. Yeah. So you can start to replace these body parts. And so but there is a. There's a tolerance scale that everyone's able mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. David just, you start to he learn that David tolerance. just has this crazy high yeah. tolerance. And so he starts to learn how to use his tech and he starts to work for this team and he's introduced to this world of, um, you know, like, 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 yes, they're, they're criminals, but they're not going out and killing innocent, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. Like right. they're, 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 they're basically criminals against criminals a lot of the time. Basically, too. yeah. It's like everybody's a criminal. Like these people that are these high tech corpos or corporate people are essentially that rich and have that much power because they are criminals feeding off of the rest of the city and they're willing to do anything and everything it takes to get what they want. And so it's this really weird situation where you have criminals against criminals, but like the good guys are the bad guys, but you know, also the bad guys look like the good guys sometimes. And your main characters are very definitely not good guys. They're criminals and, and you know, in the societal terms, they're bad guys, but they love each other and they care about each other. Uh, and they would do anything for each other. So it's really interesting to see, yeah, they go and take out, you know, they'll take any job. But they're, like you said, they're not taking, like, a job to assassinate 
somebody. And there's even a part. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they, they. Well, like just some like yeah. a random innocent person. Yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, they're it's, not taking jobs to like assassinate it's random innocent wherever people. Wherever the money leads, right? Yeah. And I think there's a level of a code there, but it's it's you know basically yeah. a lot of it's like where does the money lead to? Well, you even see like so there's and one of the things that I, that I makes me love this show so much is I am somebody that just. I hate time jumps. I don't know why, unless it's a time jump that's like, okay, the show's over. So like Naruto, you got Naruto and then you got Shippuden, right? Uh, unless they're done really, really well, I despise time jumps. So like, for instance, House of the Dragons, uh, you know, the Game of Thrones prequel, right? They did they do multiple time jumps and I, I hated it. I couldn't watch the show because I, I despised the time the way they did the time jumps. Well, Cyberpunk does a time jump like halfway through, and they do it really, really well. I don't think it's a large one though. It's it's like it's probably I, like I, I think, a couple years. I think David. I don't even think it's. It might not even be that long. I'll have to verify. But like David, a lot of David's change comes from his mods. Yeah. I don't necessarily think from like a, a an indefinite period of time. It's def. It's long enough for him to go from being insecure to the very confident leader of their gang, and so that that was enough time that it's a significant time jump that like it felt good but it was uh it was enough to where the characters changed a little bit and it's just one of the things that i, I one of the reasons i like the show even more because i'm not a huge fan of, of time jumps and they did that super well and so after that time jump we're talking about like the the roles and the stuff that they would do there's a part after that time jump where you know david starts to slowly go cyber psycho uh, and he actually kills an innocent person and like it really messes him up. So it goes to show like they're not out to kill innocent people. They're just out to take their jobs and do what they have to do and, yeah. you know, not hurt innocents. But when he does that, it that's that starts the the descent of his character and his psyche. Well, well, so it's interesting madness. because he obviously starts as a very like, oh, this is great. Like, let's let's be real. Who who doesn't look at the future and be like, man, that'd be cool to have like a yeah. cyber, like a, a, a robotic yeah. arm or leg or like enhancement. Like and his mo his sand, his uh, Sandeviston basically like it makes it to where he's like the flash more or less. Like he can move quickly and blink speeds and he's just faster than anybody could possibly hope to be. So yeah, who wouldn't want that ability? Yeah. And, and, and I think when I first even got into the game, cyberpunk 2077, I was like, man, you get to mod yourself out. Like, like, it's like, it's funny too. Cause when you think of superpowers, you're like, okay, realistically, we're never going to get superpowers. Like that's, that's, that's not a yeah. thing that's going to happen. You know what I mean? But when you look at technology and the expansive technology and where it can go, this could potentially be a, a future way down the road. So yeah. cybernetics is like a yeah. huge thing. So like, you're like, oh, like this is something that's like plausible in the future, yeah. no matter how long it is into the future. And you're like, oh, this would be cool to have. And so it kind of sparks this like oh like this would be cool scenarios yeah. where you get to do that but there's obviously real consequences and so you you see david who starts off as like their kind of trainee like you almost like they're like small like 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 they're the little brother type right yeah. so uh main who's the leader at the time he he's like top tier he's geared out like he's the leader he's doing these missions he's calling the shots and you even start to see him go crazy yeah. and so you get your first taste of it halfway through because you get to see this this guy leader, this guy that David idolizes, and is yeah. like taking cues from, and like going and trying to learn the business, yeah. teaching from. him, and takes him and under his wing. And he slowly starts to, because he's very crumbed out, and he's like, "I got to be the best. I gotta, I gotta yeah. be the best person in Night City. I gotta, I gotta be the best leader. I gotta do all these things." And he slowly starts to kind of go off his rocker, and you yeah. see him taking this medicine. And so you start to see David start to see that too. Yeah. And then he enters in yeah. getting really close with Lucy 
And then there's this moment that happens, I won't spoil this one, in the middle, which kind of changes everything. <laughs> um, and then, you know, kind of changes even David's outlook on life. Yeah. And then it kind of then skips past yeah. that. And then you kind of have a more confident adult yeah. David that's the leader of the gang now. Yeah. And, and then you start to see, so you see this progression with Maine where he starts to go cyber psycho. And then you get that time jump and you see David as the leader. And then you start to see David experiencing the same things that Maine was but, experiencing. But what's crazy is David's even more chromed out. Yeah. Because like he has this innate ability to handle technology. Yeah. And that's so he's like special. Like super, super cyborg which is yes he's almost cool. like he's almost like a hundred percent i would say apart from like his heart his lungs and yeah. his brain well you even see at the end when he gets in that big mech he has no like just a torso yeah it's just a torso and a brain yeah. he has no arms and legs because he's replaced them all and it's uh, well he was kind of forced to yeah. right like he was forced in that scenario because lucy then you have this whole side story like lucy's doing this whole thing by yeah. herself yeah because she found out basically like that people notice yeah. that David's very special and want to use and him and want to in use him and and through her doing that she kind of starts to distance herself from the crew yeah. without anyone knowing even David and so she's kind of going down this whole path where she almost becomes this like like cybernetic assassin, assassin. Yeah. which is super cool i mean as far as like female characters oh, she's and bad. like she's, waifus, she's great. right like <laughs> Lucy's top tier. She's, she's good. Yeah, Lucy's top tier. And so you get to see her kind of go out on this, like, crazy, like, there's a scene to where it's, like, her eyes turn red. Yeah, she looks super and she's evil. she's, like, like, <laughs> like, going out to, like, hunt down these other, because there's these cyber hackers who are basically, they're they're able to not only hack into the, the web, but they're able to hack into other people. Yeah, because your brain is so connected. So, like, throughout the show, your brain is so connected to this internet that people call each other. And it's almost like telepathy. Like your phone is embedded in your mind and you're able to just cool. call. And so the way they animate, it's really cool. It's just like a normal scene. And then you see like the phone icon pop up on the screen. And then they just kind of like it yeah. changes maybe tone a bit and you can tell they're talking over the phone. But they're and, not like yeah. actually talking in person. It's really cool. And so like your brain's so connected to the internet in, in this world that like, yeah, these, these cyber hackers can like hack into people's brains and like. So you can basically go two routes. Um, and this is even in the game, right? You can go an action route where it's <laughs> guns and swords katanas like you can uh, enhance your reflexes or you can go this really cyber hacker which i like playing this part in the game myself like i built my last playthrough i built my character really around hacking mm -hmm. and so you get all these mods and you get like ram installed and you have this ability to like use certain amount of times before like resting or healing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to where you can go and hack people multiple people or networks and so there's definitely a a, a an ability hmm. to then go down this path of like, okay, instead of being like guns and strength and like swords, instead of being an edge runner, yes, yeah, you, like they well, are. Well, an edge runner, I think, is just the who like who they are and like it's the profession, really. Okay. Um, and so like it's what they call like what they're doing. Um, going but, down the route that like Kiwi and Lucy yeah. kind of are. Lucy's kind of this blend of the two. Well, I think ever I think they're all technically yeah. edge runners. They're like it's like what like their lifestyle is in the game yeah. and what they do for like missions and stuff. And so, but yeah, you can go down them being like a cyber hacker and basically you have the ability to hack into people and, and you can get information from people. You, you basically hack their brain. And so there's a lot of different skills that go into that in the game and like mm -hmm. what you can do in the game. And you're almost kind of like more stealth yeah. when you do it that way. Um, and then you get different powers that I know I'm, I, I'm going to the game a lot because it played such a huge part for me. Um, but and then yeah you see Lucy come in instead of David who's got these mods for like muscles and power yeah. and he has a rocket launcher in his wrist and like 
utilizes Rebecca, who just uses big ass guns. Yeah. Excuse my French. She's got these huge yeah. hands. She's this tiny character with these huge hands. Yeah. And so she kind of takes on this whole path. And then you have Lucy, who's like a hacking assassin. Yeah. And so you get to see all the of her mods yeah. are like intellectual and, you know, perform like her eyes and she stuff has those like that. wires, though, too, that yeah. come out of her wrist so that she can like chop people in half, too. <laughs> so, like, you get to see the difference in like how people take on the futuristic side of that mm -hmm. and what they choose to basically use to uh, accomplish their mission. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so she kind of goes down this very dark path of it. Yeah. In her head, she's just like, I have to save David. I yeah. have to get David out of here. Nobody can know that David was uh, uh, basically wanting to be scouted for this project yeah. and that he has that very special yeah. military tech. Yeah, so she so. starts to go and basically assassinate everybody that knows this information. And again, we're going back to the the theme, the crazy themes in the show, right? So in the second half of the show, after the time jump, like you said, you see Lucy kind of disconnect because she goes and she's on this mission to like protect everybody. And she finds this out right before the time jump. So obviously she's been doing this for a while, right? And so you see her doing everything that she can do to protect David, and then like in the end, it's it's flipped on its head because she does everything she can do to protect him and ends up getting captured herself. And David has to go yeah. and like save her and protect her and all this stuff. She, yeah, so she basically gets a trap set for her because people are like, "Oh, who's this person killing?" Yeah, who's this She's, person that's yeah. going and assassinating all these people? And there's even I noticed when I was watching yesterday, there's even this point where it's like these two like hackers that are high up in Arasaka and they're talking to each other and they're like, "Who's this person that's going around and killing all these other hackers?" Like they they it's not just your normal net runner that can do this. This is somebody that's really high grade. There's only a handful of people that could pull this off. And they're like, okay, well, let's investigate this. And then they're like, okay, well, what about um, what about the uh, the situation with David Martinez? Are we going to pursue that? Because they're trying to get a hold of him for this other project. And they're like, we're not going to pursue that right now. We're going to go down this line, but maybe we'll get lucky and the paths will cross. Yeah. Which is exactly what happens. And then they basically trick him to getting into that machine. Yeah. That, when he well, never had to. Well, almost indefinitely. One so too is he starts to kind of get, you know, psycho. Like he kind of starts to, which I thought it really cool was when they go into like when you're going <laughs> like a, uh, you're that's happening to you. They have like the eye effect. Yeah, your, your eyes, eyes kind of start like to do this. Out, yeah. Which I think is really cool. The animation is just top tier. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but he gets into that machine, and then yeah, it kind of like starts the downfall. Yeah, at the time you don't know it's a downfall because you're like, oh, it's gonna happen. They're gonna make it. Like at the end of the day, like it, at least David and Lucy. Now, well, it's funny uh, is he, like everything almost turns out great until that Adam Smasher guy shows up, which he's the one of the he's actually the main. Part, like the main boss that you one of the main bosses at the very end of the game that you have okay to fight. so like he he's 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 actually a, they a, made this very relevant yeah. like i know you've never played the game it's through. literally it in is very relevant the to game the game world right and so what's crazy too is after this became so popular they with patches that came out in the game they started to introduce like you could get david's jacket yeah. you could get some of the like yeah. some of the mods you could get that were revolved around david like there's a lot of things that you could get, and so they just released this new patch. And so I'll get into it here in a little bit once we get towards the end, but there's this new patch that kind of introduces the characters in a, in a very unique way mm -hmm. in the form of a gravesite. And so hmm. um, it's very interesting how they – you can – if you've played the game, you can really tell that there's – there's they, they made it to, yes – pump up the game mm -hmm. they, they didn't make it just to, to to make a great anime which they ended up doing they made it to pump up the game and to make people want to watch that and then go play 
Cyberpunk 2077 um, on their console or on their computer. Well, it made me want to play the game, and I had never played the game. And if I still played video games, I I would have definitely went and played. And I just, I I am a weird person that, like, I don't play video games. I've made a decision a long time ago, you know, doing, this this is YouTube channel number three and all this other stuff. I just have chose not to play video games, and I love them. And so, like, just to say... I would. I wanted to play the game just to see more, not necessarily story, um, but to see more of the world that that story took Which place in. It's yeah. brought into such a because you only get a small sn- snippet. Yeah. Of the city, of everything inside of this. Even though the story is great, the characters are great. You yeah. just get a small snippet of yeah. the game, and the game it really expands on, yeah. um, and, and how you get to explore the entire city. Um, Which is super to cool. Such yeah. a large because there's yeah. so many. It's a, such a large. It's. I mean, it's, it's such a large city, and you only get the small snippet of it in there. And but, like I said, they do such a great game, and and so even even like you know like David and Lucy are great characters, but like all the characters are yeah, great. Yeah, like, the character writing is is fantastic. Every char- every character that's in the show is well written and developed and like I'm not we're not talking about ancillary characters that are just people that like pop up for half a second and that you know die but even you know like the people that they go after that maybe are only in an episode or two and like every character has a lot of depth and is really freaking well done nobody feels like it was uh, none of the characters feel like they were just you know half-hearted kind of throwaway you know anime tropey character that was we yeah. need we need a a blonde chick with big boobs because every anime has that no nothing felt like that nothing felt like this is just eh, put that in there because every anime has this you know and even though David Martinez is your typical anime main character like in looks like pale black hair tall type of thing he looks different he doesn't fit that normal anime main character look that a lot, you know, a lot of anime main characters do. So, okay, so I, w- I, w- I want to talk about, uh, for a little bit, I want to talk about the end because we, w- we want to discuss, you know, if we think there could be a season two and there's certain things about the end that you have to talk about that are huge spoilers. So, ju- so, so you just know this is going to From this point on is end. Spoil City. We have said things throughout the, to, the, the episode that spoil a few things and we have said things that allude to what happens at the end but after this point, so pause the video. Yeah, if you don't Go mind spoilers, it. then Go that's watch fine. It. Come back to the video. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you don't mind the spoilers, that's fine. It doesn't. It doesn't take away from the experience of the show. Like I said, going through the second time watching it, knowing everything that happened, it, it I still take loved away your it. Hope though, it, it takes. It takes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It takes, so it takes be aware time. from this point. Spoiler, spoiler city. But uh, well, let's let's talk about. Okay, so we kind of talked about the show, and we're not giving away all the plot elements and stuff, right? But we want to talk about the end, and we want to talk about whether or not we think there there, there could be a second season. In order to which, discuss which that, here, we have to here, talk about the end. Here's the thing. I have an idea of how they could do a second season. Yeah. They have already confirmed they're not going Correct. to do a second Correct. season. Now, unless they get this inspiration, I hope it... I don't care. Honestly, yeah. I don't care if it's inspiration-driven or just straight money-driven. Yeah. I would just love to see... Yeah. Um, and, and I think they could do a second season two ways, yeah. personally. But we, we, we can go and talk yeah. about the end first, and then we can go... There, there's, a, there's a whole lot that they could do. And personally, like... I I am the type of anime fan that I don't want them to do a second season. As much as I'd like the redemption, as much as I'd like to see more, I love stories that are short because you can tell that they started with the end in mind and it makes the story more concise and better. Well, and like I said, they, they made this not to be a, Correct. like this crazy yeah. Yeah. anime, which it, it turned into one and it turned into... 
um, a fan favorite, and it turned into anime of 2023. Yeah. They literally made this <laughs> as a promotional promotion piece. <laughs> for the game. And it took the anime community by and storm. It, and it did its job, though. Yeah. People went and took that, loved it. Yeah. Made it the best anime of the year. And then they went and downloaded the game and played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we'll get to all that. So basically what happened, we've talked about at the end where David get, so there these huge corporations are like trying to get David for this experiment. And Lucy's going around essentially assassinating everybody that's, you know, trying to get into this information about David. And basically what's going on is we've, we've talked about how he has this mental capacity uh, that's, as far as we know, higher than anybody in human history. Uh, or one of the highest in human history, at the least, to handle these, you know, the these uh, these mechanical upgrades, and so they have this this exoskeleton suit that's almost like a mech that they want him to experiment on, but there's nobody else that they can think of that can do it without dying right away. Well, and at the same time, to 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 executives in Night City, especially Airsock Towers, like. The people in the slums to them are 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 no, they mean nothing. Yeah, they they're trash. They mean one hundred percent expendable. Have zero conscience about using them, uh, getting money from them, experimenting yeah. on them, torturing them. Which is why you don't really feel yeah. bad about the edge runners running around it, and kidnapping them and killing yeah. them because they're not really they, good they basically people. Basically, treat them as subhumans. They they they, they yeah. treat them as if they are their possessions. Like you are below me, and like you mean nothing. So that's kind of the scenario they're wanting David uh, for this to experiment on this huge, powerful mech. Yeah. And there's a whole situation that gets set up where they get tricked into doing it. Lucy gets kidnapped. David What's wants to save she, Lucy. She gets free right as yeah. he's getting into this armor. Like that basically it's just a torso and all these gigantic yeah. limbs to him. Yeah. And they're convincing him that this is the only way to save Lucy. Because they're they're getting so what happens is they get so there's Arasaka and there's Militech, these two huge corporate companies, right? And Militech wants this massive uh mech. Arasaka wants david and so they're at this point where they're in the truck with the mech being approached by an army of militech and they think oh my god they're coming for david the only way for us to get out of here is for david to jump in this suit and basically blast our way out and so he puts himself in the suit and literally right as he's jacking himself into the suit lucy gets free and calls him and says hey it's a trap they only want the suit they don't want you you're basically expendable. Yeah. They want to test out the suit. And leave power. and they'll leave you alone. And he's like, well, crap, I'm already yeah. in here. And then she gets captured again and he goes on a mission. So what's what's crazy, too, is he basically goes to his rip dock uh -huh. and he gets these. So so basically when you when you have too much, uh, we have too much uh, robotics built into you, you have to start taking this medicine to basically help you sustain your brain so you yeah. don't go and become crazy and go. But it's um, temporary. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he gets these gigantic, like, like, like. There's just huge vial, syringes. These yeah. huge syringes that basically he has to, and he only has so many in the docks. Like, you're crazy. When you use all of these, yeah. you will die. He's like, when you use the last one, you'll never come back. From yeah, it. You're, you're just, you're going to go insane. Like, yeah. you're, you're done for. And yeah. so. You see this process, and this is also where you introduce... Not introduce, she's been in there for a long time. This is why Rebecca is one of my favorite characters. You start to learn that Rebecca loves him. Yeah, and so like uh, yeah. it, it, like this whole thing where she's been a part of it, and then you kind of see her like off and on flirting with David, yeah. and then trying to like, you know, jokingly like, oh, let's do this, and he just keeps going back to Lucy. Yeah. 
And so it, it almost kind of starts as like this like kind of comedy. Like, and then you got to remember yeah. from Rebecca's perspective, Lucy's abandoned them. Yeah. Lucy's just left. She doesn't know. She either, doesn't yeah. know. Nobody knows that Lucy's going through and trying to protect David and take out all these people that are hunting after David. So you see this from Rebecca trying and she, to. And she's like right there with with David on the front lines doing yeah. these missions. And like you, you, you know what I mean? Like it's, it goes from this kind of like, oh, like. If he was a kid at first, she didn't take him seriously, and then he became the boss, and oh, she's like now she's in love with him. Yeah, yeah. But like, and then you start to see like her conviction to David, and then David's like, "You're the only one I can trust to yeah. do this," and she's basically having to kill him to a degree yeah. because he's entrusted this job onto her of like yeah. keeping him sane. Yeah. And so you see this war in her and like yeah. her love for him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's why it makes Rebecca, yeah. I, I don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm, I'm a big Lucy fan, but yeah. I'm also she's a, a good character. Yeah. Rebecca fan. And so you see this point where she's like the one David's like, Hey, when I start to lose it, inject these into you're me. the only one that I can, you're trust. the only yeah. one that I can trust. Yeah. And it's like this bitter war of her, like resigning herself yeah. to basically kill him. Yeah. And there's this beautiful moment because his, his, his ripper doc tells him once you inject that last one, there's no coming back. And so there are on the, we talked about the outskirts of the city. This all starts on the outskirts of the city. And then he gets in this mech and fights his way all the way to Arasaka tower where Lucy is being held. Uh, and there's this moment where he's like, he's standing on top of the tower or something. And he's standing there. He's by himself. Everybody's been killed except David. And he has the last vial and he plays that through his head where his ripper doc says, when you shoot this last one, there's no coming back from it. And he's just like, you see this moment where he processes through it and he goes, you can tell that he's like, I'm not going to let what happened to my mom happen to Lucy. And so he injects that last vial into himself. And at that moment, it's like he's knowing that he's he's going to die. And they're like full war towards Arasaka Tower at this yeah, point. Yeah, um, he, this huge yeah. mech suit and he's just... Just, killing just everything everybody. like yeah. like nothing and, and you can just like see his whole team kind of like battle with that too yeah. and then so there's this enemy yeah. who is like fully cyborg gigantic i think it's probably well he's full cyborg now. full cyborg i think i think he's the only person apart from david that probably is that yeah that that crumbed out and so you he enter in his name's adam smasher yeah. and so he's actually a very big part of the game yeah. very big part of the game um, and so entering him and so that war with this guy who's just like a badass. Yeah. Well, it gets to the point where like David rescues Lucy and they're like, you're like, oh, so here, here's where we get into the really big spoiler part. Right. And you're like, oh, wow. So like you're watching this for your first time and like, you're like, oh, they like, okay. He took this vial, right? The doctor said that he's going to die, but like, they're going to get out. So they're going to get out. Maybe he'll, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll be What's okay. That scene where like Lucy yeah. kind of brings him back to himself. Right. And he's, she's bringing him back to lucidity. And you're like, oh, wow, they might actually do it. And then this Adam Smasher guy shows up. Drops in. And, and you're just like, oh. what? Listen, like I said, it, 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 and I don't know, some people are bigger Lucy fans or Rebecca yeah. fans. I'm somewhere in the middle. I have a hard time deciding which, which character I like more, really, because I think Rebecca's such a cool character. Yeah. But Lucy's also the main character, and she's such a dynamic character. Yeah. Let us know who you like better. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think that's a real. funny poll. Yeah. Um, but there's this Are moment. you team Rebecca Simp <laughs> or team Lucy Simp? I'm, I'm team both I would say I would be more team Lucy. Team both. <laughs> I'm, I'm a degenerate. I'm a waifu lover. I'm team both. Um, I have a hard time. Probably a little more Lucy, but it, it's a hard one for me. Um, yeah, And it is. so, right? <laughs> 
Um, and so you have this moment where they think they're going to escape. We have this moment, too, where David gets to the top of the tower. He's like, Mom, I finally made it. I'm at the top. And, bro, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this And then moment, that's yeah. the moment where he realizes that he then, then that's when he injects himself the yeah, last time yeah. so he can go save Lucy. Lucy. And so they get to this point where, like, he's killing everyone. He saves Lucy. There's this super punk dude that you're like, there's always this character. And I think I think there's always characters in any anime. Any anime where, like, this person has to die. Yeah. This person has to die in the most horrible. Listen. You're talking about Faraday. Yes. The, the, and, and their, think, their fixer. Their fixer I, guy. I, I think in any anime, right? Like, and 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 I'm not one of those people who's like, oh man, like blood gore yeah. all the time. Like, don't get me wrong. I like this it. person but needs like, to get what's coming I to think them. In, in books, movies, <laughs> TV shows, anime, especially, there's always this one. Zinetsu like, and demons. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But there's always this one character like you're so awful and you've tormented these people for so long, yeah. like you have to end in the most gruesome way. And so that does happen. Yeah, yeah. And there's this moment they're gearing up, they're going to be saved. And then there's a small moment between Lucy and Rebecca yeah. where they basically acknowledge each other and yeah. what they've been through and their love for David. And then Adam Smasher just comes in and just basically, he lands on top of Rebecca, Rebecca and kills her. And, and you, she's just there dead. And, yeah. and you're like, I thought they were going to make it. Yeah. And now one of the, in my opinion, one of the coolest characters, she's just lying yeah. there in pieces. Yeah. And Lucy's just like, thought they were going to make it. Yeah. And, and Lucy's just there like looking at Rebecca's dead body mm -hmm. torn apart and she just loses it. And then the driver in the front just drives off. Adam yeah. Smasher tries to do this. And then David comes in yeah. to stop them. And then basically lets Lucy and this driver get yeah. away. And he turns back and she's like, stop, go back. Yeah. And he says, I promised David one thing yeah. before we started this mission that I would get you out of here safely. And I would give his part, his share of this money to you. To you yeah. So you can escape and go to the yeah. moon. Right. And they had talked about, they were like, it was, Two point five million dollars to do this it's job or something job. like that. And so yeah, so, yeah. And so they the, have this money, and it comes back to David's promise to Lucy to take mm -hmm. her to the moon. Yeah. So that's a whole piece that at the beginning, when Lucy is trying to dupe David, she shows him this moon simulation and tells him that she's always wanted to go to the moon, and he promises her, "I'll take you to the moon one day." And then it goes back to that, and so you see Lucy and Faraday escaping, and it's at that moment that you realize, like. It's so cool because you said like when Lucy and Rebecca have this moment, you start to you start to think, oh wow, this okay, this is going to end the way that you want, and then like that, the tone shifts one hundred percent, and you're just sitting there and you're like, oh my god, like you get invested in these characters because they they're so well written, and it's like in that moment you realize, oh man, everybody's going to die. Like, yeah. every, like it's not going to be a happy ending. No, no, this no, it, this it, is not a happy ending it, it, anime. And two is you could tell. Now, given there are anime with multiple seasons that goes in, and they just, you know, what I mean, like if you're if you're a, if you're in the current uh, anime episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen, or yeah. if you're a manga reader in Jujutsu Kaisen, There's no spoilers Chainsaw because I'm Man, not caught up. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying if you're if you're a reader or a watcher, you can start to see like these some some artists just kill people off indiscriminately yeah. and you see some of your favorite characters die off and it's still but you could really tell Jiraiya that yeah right Jiraiya. when when every man cried listen, their eyes out listen listen by the way Collecticon Houston uh next weekend and I am interviewing Miley Flanagan who is Naruto and David Lodge who is Jiraiya <laughs> I'm so excited I'm so excited anyways I'm super sad I can't go but um, so you you really can tell like they have no intention yeah 
of making a second season. Yeah, it's like there's who's left. So all that happens, and Lucy and Faraday escape, and then you see the final battle between Adam Smasher and David. And the, here, the, the here's the interesting thing, right? He, Adam Smasher obliterates <sighs> David, and so David's laying on the ground. Like, well, given <clears throat> at this point, David's taken so much abuse. Yeah, he's fought a literal army. army. Yeah, he's fought into this, and and Adam Smasher's arguably one of the most powerful characters inside of this world. And after all this, he's so beat and bruised and like torn apart. And at the very end of this, now he has to fight this impossible villain. Yeah. And he's just, you can tell that he goes into this fight. Like my goal here isn't to win. My goal is to occupy this guy long enough for Lucy and Faraday to get away. And so there's a part where, you know, David's down on the ground dying. And the Adam Smasher guy looks at him and goes, you could make an interesting construct. Like you would make you, 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 there's value in you. And David basically goes, you think, why do you think I care? And then, so here's, here's the thing where it's like, we talk about this a lot. Like if you don't see the body, did they actually die? Adam Smasher. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I said, so are they going to make a season two? No, most likely not. Right. And I, I could see I could see a second season going two ways, basically. And I could I could see a world where, you know, in a couple years they decide, hey, we could bring this back, we could revitalize the franchise. They've capped it off, but the fact that they didn't show David's dead body leaves the tiniest window to where they could do something in the future, even though they've said that they're not. not. Yeah, and so like I said, you could do this two ways. You could do a completely different storyline mm-hmm. with just the genre and the in, story in, in the world night city because yeah. it's such a big piece um, and so you could do a second season that maybe has that is like a historical piece mm-hmm. of history that that happened that uh, that attack on Arasaka towers sure, sure um and you could just go into or my personal favorite and like i said i don't think this is going to happen but i would love if for whatever reason yeah, yeah, this yeah. reaches the ears of somebody yeah um i would love to see it toward technically you don't see david die yeah. you hear a gun go off you do see like a, you know, whatever splatter, but then Lucy escapes. She goes to this moon. You mm-hmm. have this sad scene of Lucy remembering David's promise. But while, she, while she's actually on the moon, moon, which like she's watched videos of doing. Yeah. You can plug in and, and technically in a VR and like more experience than a VR, sorry, it. You can experience with all of your senses, these videos that, cause you're so integrated with technology. You're just not there, but like you don't see David die. So me, I'm like, okay, like if you wanted to, and I would not mind, like, don't me wrong. I think it ended great, but yeah. I'm also always a fan of continuations. And so you could definitely do it to where like, maybe like they didn't kill David, but then mm-hmm. said they rebuilt David and they brainwashed him. And now he's this big, he, bad, yeah, he's bad guy, big, bad guy that works for Arasaka towers along with Adam. Adam Smasher. Yeah. And then you have Lucy in the future just living her life and trying, then yeah, trying to realizing save him and... at some level she finds out that David's still alive and he's yeah. brainwashed and he's working for the very people who destroyed their lives. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which would be Possible. super cool. Like, yeah, it, it would be cool. That, like I said, they have said there is not going to be a season two, but the fact that they just. I almost feel like they cut the part out where they showed his body so that they could just leave that open just in case. Because you never know. Like The Matrix. The Matrix didn't need a fourth one. And they came out with the fourth Matrix. And they even trolled the fact that they were being forced to make a fourth Matrix in the fourth Matrix. Like, it was really, really funny. So you you never know. Even though they've said that there, there probably will never be. But here, here's my... Uh, this whole show... Like I said, I went into it thinking, okay, I know what's going to happen at the end. And there's just something about the way 
in that last episode, you get your hopes up and then it's ripped out from under you. And then the way they mix in the music and then they show the flashbacks and you see Lucy seeing David on the moon when he's not actually there. And it's just gut wrenching. And yeah. the second time around, I'm like, I'll be cool. Like I, yeah. the first time, like Ty told me it is a hit right in the fields and I, you know, it was sad. And the second time I'll be all right. And I watched it and I was like, man, I'm not okay. Like all day yesterday I was sad because it's just so beautiful and so freaking yeah. sad this whole thing it's not like you know he didn't you know like it was some tragedy like he sacrificed himself to save her which you could really dig deep into it and be like lucy is a representation of his mother that he couldn't save and like he so he gives himself to save her and it's just it's absolutely well, and beautiful and you see that both their motivations were the same between lucy and david they just yeah. they just uh, pursued it in different ways well you, yeah and even the motivation between lucy and david's mom were the same lucy was doing everything she could do to protect david and save david what yeah. was his mom doing his mom was be, do, selling you know body parts scavenged from crime scenes or i'm sorry selling uh, upgrades scavenged from crime scenes to pay for david to be able to go to school and it's just it is so well done the ending is so sad and it like it just comes at you like that, like within like seven or eight minutes, this whole ending thing happens, and you're waiting for the redemption, and then it's just over. What's cool too is 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 a lot of the soundtrack is did come from I think some of it was created, some of it came from the game too. And there's this there's a big one, and so if you watch, <laughs> if you haven't played the game and you've watched the anime, so when you're in different vehicles inside of the game, mm -hmm. you like get tuned into these radio stations. And then okay. all of a sudden, you'll get a radio station that turns on a song from Cyberpunk. Oh. And you're like, you're driving. On, I, I like to ride just predominantly motorcycles because I think they're a lot funner to ride in the game. And so you're just like turning through the radio and then you'll catch one of the songs from the anime yeah, that yeah, was really yeah. that, that kind of defined like certain moments in the anime yeah. that they use over and over. It's so one of the, the soundtrack is phenomenal, but like then you get like you're playing the, the game, right? Yeah. And then you have this song turn on and it's like, bam, just hits you. And you're, you're like, like oh. And you're like, oh. But like it's, it's also I I downloaded a lot of the soundtracks myself that I just listen to independently like in my car when I'm driving and so um, you yeah you but you're in the game you're playing and then you'll just like you'll hit a song and it's a song directly from the anime that was big and yeah. then you're like oh it's right in the feels yeah and yeah it's uh it's beautifully done it's well written it's it is peak anime it is anime at its peak and the only reason I we did our episode last week about our top five. The only reason I didn't put it in my top five is because my top five are are, are are shows that are nostalgic to me that that you know I've been watching for years and years and years and years, uh, and I haven't been watching this one. And honestly, like I don't know if I can watch it again. Like there's very few stories that or shows that I watch or movies that I watch. I'm like you know I don't know if I can watch that again. That are so beautiful but so emotional. I don't know if I want to, like, I'm not going to forget what happened. It's a wonderful anime. It's just, it's beautiful. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. But it's very, very, the, uh, very much an emotional roller coaster. The only anime I can think of that I went into it uh, and just was devastated. And I've technically never, I've, I I won't watch it a second time. You're lying, April? Yeah, you're lying, April. I, I just, oh. I went in, I love rom-coms. I love, and, and, and when I was searching for romance, comedy, <laughs> I love Slice of Life. Um, that's a very big genre for me. I just, I'm, I'm, you know, that just was something yeah, I love. And yeah. so 
I, I don't get me wrong. I'm also a degenerate, and I like very <laughs> raunchy comedy anime. I like action anime. I, I like it all, right? Speaking like, of his degen qualities, uh, we're watching all of the new fall 2024 anime first episodes. And so I go to, I'm watching the newest one yesterday, whatever it was. I, I don't remember what it was. But, you know, I, I type I type in the name to search it, and it brings up, you know, your first, uh, your first result is the show you're looking for. And the other one is, like, shows that are like this. And go down, and there's one, two anime waifus in bikinis, popping out of the bikinis and it's like maids versus butlers and i'm like yeah that, that one don't don't, don't, don't <laughs> see he knows what they're talking that about that that I, I saw that and i was like ty would want to watch that that one's pretty inappropriate um it's super <laughs> funny if you like raunchy uh comedies and like romance comedies top tier oh my um, gosh but yeah i know what that is. i just like fighting and shonen and mystery <laughs> i don't i like everything and so um i lost my train of thought but i was looking up like romance animes and then i went on this path of watching your line April and <laughs> he told the me end about this is so I, I think truly if you like to watch that on repeat, you're like sadistic and you yeah. just like getting emotionally punched in the face. Cause I watched it once, was not expecting it to end so tragically because yeah. I had no idea what it was at the time. I just thought it was a, a romance comedy. Same thing, you get to the end, you think it's gonna end well and, you're and like, it just Arr. like takes your heart, rips it out of your chest, stomps on it. And just stomps on it. Makes you eat the pulverized yeah. remains. And and so that's the thing that happened with with now given there's a lot of aspects that are good and it's action and it's mm -hmm. funny and it's like it's 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 I I like futuristic stuff. And so you get to that, and and so it's one of those ones where I'm like, okay, I'll watch it again. I am in the process of rewatching it right yeah. now. But yeah, there's someone. Sometimes you you, you know, it's either got to be a very long distance in between, or like I said, I've never rewatched your line April just because it's so heart wrenching. Yeah. What's funny, ironically, as we close talking about your line April. Uh, I did a video with Zach Aguilar at Collecticon, who Zach Aguilar is the voice actor for David Martinez in the English version, asking him what an anime is that made him cry. And he said his favorite anime is Your Lie in April, which is kind of funny talking about Your Lie in April, and that's his favorite anime, and which, it made so him he, cry he and did, all that stuff. I, so I, I'm obviously, especially your new anime, I'm predominantly Japanese subtitles. Um, I, there's a lot of voices I like better. Mm -hmm. Um, in like, I, I, I like Lucy's voice infinite more in, in Japanese. I liked them both. Um, I'm yeah, I'm I very know, much, I, I heard her speak and I was like, ah, it's not like my favorite, but Zach's range. Oh, so is good. So good. And, and how, so, how his, how the voice of David progresses and yes. changes overneath he's, or over the show. And oh my gosh, he, he's so good at what he does. And all his characters have such a broad range to yeah. where they don't sound alike. He can go super, super deep now and then super like comical. Yes. Would I pick it over the Japanese? Still probably not. I would still probably watch it. I still probably enjoy my watch through in Japanese yeah. more, but I was highly surprised. Yeah. To yeah. to to hear David and hear his range with that, especially because I've I've heard him talk in real life and he sounds nothing. And like he's that. a kid, like he, I mean, he's a kid. He's twenty five compared. I'm thirty six. Ties in his thirties. Like he's young, and his range is is uh, is fantastic. I don't know. For me, if I was going to watch it again, I'd say I'd probably watch through again in English, simply because when I've watched things through already, I like to watch it um, and not have to like look at the yeah, screen. It's easier. it's easier. And so I can listen yeah. to it and engage. And so like yesterday, I was watching it and watched the last three episodes while I was. You know, I was uh, I was boxing up like ninety orders or something yeah. like that. So, fantastic anime. That's Cyberpunk Edge Runners, guys. Let us the know. The question is: Are you a poser? No, I'm just kidding. Are you a poser and only watch English, 
or are you a real anime fan and watch subtitles? I think it goes both I'm ways. Kidding. I think it goes both I'm ways. For me, yeah, I yeah. always watch in Japanese, and then if I like it enough, I rewatch it in English. Sub- I do the same thing. And so that, yeah. that's just kind of how we absorb And th- that's because it comes out in Japanese sooner. So Cyberpunk Edge Runners is uh, peak anime at, at its finest. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. Go watch I, it. I would say it's it could, so it amazing. could be in my top ten. Oh, it's probably very one of the easy. yeah. It's very it's one of the best of, of yeah. all time. It's so well done, so well written. The animation is fantastic. There's really not much that you can take at it, go at it and say this wasn't great. It's very very good. So you guys make sure to go watch it uh, and let us know in the comments below, guys. Like what are as we're starting this podcast, what are things that you would like to see discussed? Just drop in the comments below. We were really blown away by our first episode. How many comments, how many views we got. Let us know in the comments like what you would like to see some anime discussion topics uh, about. Uh, and maybe we'll pick one or two of those and actually yeah. do those episodes. We, we have a lot of ideas too. And, and like I said, we, we just love cyberpunk. And so yeah. I think it, it was easy to talk about. Yeah. Um, I think we could obviously even extend this out. But, you know, we got to keep it to a certain length. Yeah. But yeah, let us, know what you wanna, let us know what you want us to talk about. And we're definitely open to what's funny is like, we both have genres that are different that we like, but yeah. we've watched a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. I, I'm also a bigger manga reader than he is, so there's a lot of stuff that I'm farther ahead on. Yeah. And so we we definitely have different perspectives. And it's gonna, I think that that's gonna show when we do. Hey, I'm getting into it. Our All top, right. yeah. I'm go. reading. I'm reading. Chainsaw Man right now. You just you're starting with the tough ones, so. <laughs> Um, that's so, yeah, brutal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, right. It's, it's Jujutsu Kaisen's up there too. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. So yeah, just let us know what you if, you if there's something you specifically want us to talk about, yeah. and we can we can kind of expand on it. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, give it a thumbs up. It's free. Subscribe. All that good stuff, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>